Hello. Hello. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. And we are two gay men who, contrary to the title, are not in the closet. But we just might be monsters. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're we're good people. Are uh, that's up, are we? That's I, up for debate. Well, <laughs> I try to be. I have my moments. Who doesn't though? Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't killed anyone yet. Uh, okay. Well, I. Oh, mean... we shouldn't be posting this because <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be used as evidence against me at one point. Anywho, how are you, Chris? I'm. Well, that's a loaded question right now, but oh. you know what? I am good. How are you? That's good. Yeah. Um, not bad. Um, actually, I just got my second vaccine. Yay! Yay! It's about fucking time. I know. And yes, to any anti-vaxxers listening, I have been implanted with a alien embryo that will tear through me like tissue paper. Totally. Like, you should see the things that magnetically stick to me after I got my second dose. It's crazy. I actually am able to just, like, carry my... I don't lose my keys because I just attach them to my arm. Oh, it's insane. Like, I am full of extraterrestrial eggs. I know. It's it's actually... It's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at some point in time, somebody might actually be reviewing a movie on us or and or, or people that are vaccinated on, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the zombie apocalypse or whatever the fuck. Or do you hear... Hey, did you hear... Um, I forget where it was now. Uh, it was a... It was a month ago I was reading about it, but... Apparently, getting vaccinated causes um, uh, uh, you to be gay. It's uh, it's it's it. It makes you gay. Oh well, <laughs> they lost that opportunity already on me. But um, well, I yeah, uh, me, unless I'm just like a super gay now, and I'm good with that. I mean, okay, well. I guess we're just gonna have a big gay party now. All the vaccinated uh, homos. Let's fucking hope so yeah but uh yeah other than that things have been i don't know pretty good yeah i mean uh like i mean we're all alive like who the hell can't complain right now but i mean you know for the most part i mean shit's good i mean the podcast's doing really well which is awesome and uh this is our third one it's our third third pub- episode. it's gonna be our third published one yeah for sure yeah you just won't let uh, basket case go I think we should redo it. Because I know, it was I know, a I know. Pretty good movie. No, it was, it was. I just feel, <laughs> I am just so full of shame. I mean, for so many reasons, but um, <laughs> especially just <laughs> deleting that episode. Well, we did that. Well, we did that with the second you know one, what? Well, but we redid it. Life is a learning experience. It is. Yeah. Uh, we apologize ahead of time. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, Chris's neighbors have <laughs> conveniently chosen this time to, like, jackhammer their apartment. Yeah, basically. And I don't think it's... I think it's uh, next door, next door, because I think they're renovating the whole place. Oh, but... those... oh the one that had smoke coming out of it. <laughs> no. Oh, it's that one, actually. It's the so, one over there. So, so anyway. One of Chris's matter. neighbors has smoke coming out of their apartment, and one's, like, renovating. Well, I thought they were barbecuing, but that didn't smell like a barbecue. Like, that's not like burnt human, tires. Human flesh. Well, I don't know. Ugh, I don't know that smell. Oh, well, I'm going to be hungry in a few hours, so we'll hope. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, okay, great. Yeah. So, Chris, have you seen anything lately that uh, is worth mentioning? or <clears throat> Worth mentioning? Absolutely not, because uh, <laughs> I spent the last two days in my bed, basically, 
binging TV show. Oh, Schitt's Creek. Did watch a oh, lot of, of Schitt's Creek. I mean, um, which is fantastic. Schitt's Creek is the ultimate just watch in bed because I don't want to do anything else kind of show. And that's basically what happened. Yeah. But I did actually binge watch an entire Transformers thing on Netflix, which um, I can't say I enjoyed, but I also didn't have the energy to shut off. So how sad is that? <laughs> I mean, that's like a new kind of level of show where it's like well i didn't enjoy it but i had no energy to shut it off like seriously that's, that's my that's my what, wrong that's tomatoes what happened that's uh that's exactly what happened yeah so um and yourself um no i've been <laughs> i get home i watch like a cat video and then i die well and then you what you get reincarnated every morning yes you're like... more beautiful than you were before uh well, that's a well Yes. No, that's a bit of a stretch. I'm like a a pigeon from the ashes. <laughs> just, you know, fresh and bushy-tailed and full of lice. Great. Just don't shit on me when you leave. No, There's... cut that out. I mean, unless you want me to. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's this... the only thing. Like, I know you love pigeons. I love it's pigeons. I thing. love pigeons. It's the only thing. It's like I don't like I don't mind them in general, but like even when we were walking home today, yeah, and uh, we walk by those pigeons, and it's like my first instinct is as soon as they start to move, it's like don't shit on me, don't fly up and shit on me. Like I don't mind. Actually, people. actually, here's a cool thing about pigeons: they can't shit while they fly. Seagulls can, but pigeons can't. So actually, the other prettier birds That's are a weird thing to know. Okay, Chris, you should know me by now. I am nothing but useless facts. I can't fucking drive a car, but I know that pigeons can shit while they fly. <laughs> All right. Well, I can drive a car, and I don't know that. But you know what? You learn something new every day, and yeah, I'm now, well, you know I'm, now I'm happy <laughs> with walking by... Now I'm much more happy with walking by pigeon, pigeons when they, you know... <laughs> when the apocalypse hits, and we all have to, like whittle down our basic skills i'll be like well i can't drive our dune buggy but i know that that bird won't shit on you while it flies fair enough that's yeah. that's that's fantastic great stuff to know yeah uh, if there was a i would be i would be the first to die no 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 you've seen my shoes everybody would be running from the zombies and i'd be like no my flu bogs whoa oh my god i would hit you first then yeah. <laughs> and then i would just drag you oh take thank your fucking you. shoes off no the dragging sounds fun though okay uh, okay whatever floats your boat <laughs> throw me <laughs> throw me in a sleeping bag and just drag me behind the truck i don't care until they start to catch up and then honey i you're, they, they hopefully they don't even hopefully they don't find you there because i uh, i will let oh, you go i'm so sorry if we ever end up in like a post-apocalyptic like gang of warriors i'm just like the first to go but but you'll look nice and yeah shoes. yeah true i there got my go. whole outfit planned out Clean underwear? No underwear, actually. Well, hey. <laughs> Who has time for If you're going to die, die properly. Exactly. I mean, die right... Oh, I was going to say something really not good, but I'm not going to say, say that. So, okay, well, I mean... <laughs> always ready. <laughs> Let's just get this out here. This is a uh, spoilerific podcast, also not safe for work podcast. Also, <laughs> we're probably going to be cancelled within a few episodes, so... So then we just start a new one. <laughs> just come into this um, expecting not a lot of class, but Absolutely you know, not, no. we are what we are. Exactly. Um, on that note, 
Chris, what are we doing today? We are doing A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Mm-hmm. And it is a Persian film. Well, it's a uh, 2014 American Persian Well, it's a Persian film, film but it's filmed in California. Yes. Long, so it's a interesting backstory with this one. It is directed by Anna Lily Amarpour. I hope I said that right. Um, she is a Iranian-American filmmaker. Uh, this came out... This debuted at Sundance in 2014 um, to a lot of critical acclaim. And it's kind of a very unique film because it has been billed as the first Iranian vampire western. Yeah, and it's... I gotta say, I know it's only our third one, or fourth one, third uh, published, but I this has got to be my favorite one that we've done so far. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah totally. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, you seem really enthusiastic about uh, when I yeah, asked was, you what your thoughts were. You no, know, it's it's, uh, it's really, really good. Yeah, um, I agree, I agree. Just a little um, description, it's uh, the IMBD description is, in the Iranian ghost town, bad city. A place that reeks of death and loneliness. The townspeople are unaware they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire. Um, yeah, yeah. That's basic. That's a really good description, actually. Um, I don't know. I, like I, it's so I, so. Not to interrupt, but um, this was a first time watch for you. Yes, and this was actually my second time. So I think this is the first movie we've reviewed so far, other than Basket Case. Well, you've actually watched them before, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the first two movies, we all came into it new. This one I have seen. I saw it back in, like... Uh, well, it was released in 2014. I think it was available uh, on VOD in, like, 2015. So, I, I saw it then. And uh, I really my, I really liked it the first time around, but it was one of those films that I just never kind of revisited. And then when we started this podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, like, it... I would suggest people to watch this movie, and I would watch it again. I thought it was, I, I thought it was excellent. Uh, I, just, I just, I really enjoyed the movie. That's great. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My first impressions were like, for one, even like right at the beginning, the soundtrack was incredible. Um, yes. Also, it's in black and white, so if you do not w- w- like like to watch black and white films, and there are a lot of people that just don't, um, probably not the movie for you. I love well, watching black and white films. Like I, I think they're. I think it's great. It I don't just know about how character. Like the movie is very modern. It's just it is in black and white. It's it not... is very modern, but at the same time, it's very like late fifties, early sixties. Well, I want to get into that more because yeah. it, it is, but it isn't because I think um, a really big drawing point to this film is that it. It's such a mishmash of so many things. Yeah, that's true. Like, not only genre, but culture, too. Like, it's, uh, uh, Chris mentioned before, like, this is an Iranian film, but it was filmed in California um, because of the restrictions in, or, like, you, you can't, <laughs> you cannot film this movie in Iran. No, definitely not. With the subject matter, it would not go over. Um, but it is a, a big mishmash of, um, Western and Middle Eastern culture of, like you said, uh, 50s and 60s culture, but there's also like 80s new wave. Yes. But there's also uh, references to like 2000s culture. There's like a lot going on in this movie, even though it is a very, at its core, like kind of a simple, almost like minimal film. Oh, it's incredibly subtle. And it's it's one of the things that I thought was incredible about it was actually just how subtle the movie is in like for for the entirety of the film um mm-hmm. but in 
but you still enjoy it. Like you're still interested. You yeah. you want to interact with what what's going on in the movie. You're um, you're captivated by what's going on, and a lot of that is just because um, it also is very slow moving. Yes, and I was gonna say like when you say it's like it's subtle and it's so this is what a movie like I would call a slow burn. But I find that that term is used like so much today, and I find that like um, another example like in like give me an example of another slow burn. Oh, like um, Hereditary has been called like a slow burn film. Oh, see that one. See that one was a little that, well. Okay, that but one like, just was a little more intense for me than this one. Or like The Witch. Like you know how I I hate to use this term that is being thrown around a lot. Elevated horror. I'm using uh, quotes. Can't see me, but um. Which I don't like that term. It's that whole like you know, Hereditary, The Witch, uh, Midsummer, like the A twenty four films. They're called like elevated horror because they're supposed to be like more artistic kind of thing. But I'm like, this kind of stuff has been in the in horror cinema for ages and ages. And to be fair, I actually wouldn't consider this a horror. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. But like, what we're what I'm trying to get to is. Yes, it is a very, it is a, I would call it a slow burn, but like, it's never boring. Mm. And it's, it clocks in at under a hundred minutes, which I always love. I think, I think, well, there's a great uh, saying that like a movie gets 90 minutes and anything after that, it has to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this movie is really, yes, it is slow, um, but you, you don't feel the runtime. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. It was, uh, like I said, it's just uh, just the way it's, it's filmed. Um, the minimal um, script, uh, talking-wise, uh, the black and white, uh, the soundtrack, everything um, just fit with this movie for me. Um, if it was going to be a slow-paced movie, which it is, yeah. um, I'm glad they did it right. Like, you know, it just, they, they were actually able to keep your attention even though there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. Well, I shouldn't say that. There is stuff going on. There's actually a lot of stuff going on. But, um... Right. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. no, because like, it's it's a movie that, like, yes, on the surface, maybe it doesn't seem like a lot's going on. But, yeah. like, there is a lot of... Um, well, it's interesting because, especially with foreign films, and or films in a different language, or a culture that you, you're not... Um, familiar with like watching this a second time i was like there's i know for a fact there's stuff that's going over my head yeah like there's i'm sure there's so many little things that are peppered in like that people from iran would totally clue into well even you had said that that the director uh was flipping the bird to um the culture as a whole with some parts of this movie and for sure i didn't catch all of those yeah and i haven't listened to like a, a ton of interviews from um uh, Anna Lily Amapur, but um, from what I've gathered, she wasn't trying to make like an out. So it's interesting when this movie first came out, and I think when I first saw it, I I really liked it, but there was a part of me that was a little underwhelmed, and I think it was because of the marketing that went behind this movie. Okay. Because, for instance, the way I heard about it was they were like, "Oh, the world's first like Iranian vampire spaghetti western." And I was like, oh, that sounds, like, really cool. And, like, you know, you saw the trailer. And it, it, I think it built it up to be a bit more of, like, um, kind of like a Robert Rodriguez, like, Sin City, like, oh, this is a, like, a feminist revenge tale. 
Like this is a, it was kind of built up as like this is a she's like a vigilante like cleaning up the streets. That is not the way that movie. That no, is, no, 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 no. But then I saw it and I was like, oh, this movie is not that movie. No. And I understand why maybe they're trying to market it because it is a very hard movie to explain. Well, because it is, it is sort of. There's it is. just not a lot to explain. Like I. Like I'm, I'm seeing it as like as a distributor. How do you explain yeah, okay, this movie to people? Because I'm like, yes, it is Iranian. Yes, there's a vampire, and yes, it has Western elements. But it's like if you put those three together, it it's not. It's much more than that. Does it have Western elements? Well, it's in like a desert town. It has that kind of like, um, especially near the end. There's a lot of that like. Well, it's funny because there's there's like David Lynch elements to it, which is not Western at all. There was but actually like, a little bit of Tarantino when they're like when he's driving oh, the car. Oh, especially uh, Tarantino. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like okay, so there, there is. But I don't, I don't understand the Western. I, I I get it in the fact that it, it it takes place in like a ghost town. Okay, like it's a desert ghost town, you know. But like, yeah, but a spaghetti Western. I think that's a little off the mark. Okay, I'm a little okay. So geographically, I'm a little. Cuckoo, okay? Because like I just I don't understand like like out uh, never, out east, okay? Baghdad, where's that? That's Iraq. That's Iraq. That's a different so country. That's, yes, yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So then, thank you for clearing that up because okay. I should have looked that up before. But they said bad city, and I was like, it's like Baghdad city. No. So so actually, she. Um, uh, and I, I'm not be, trying to be insulting in any way, shape, or form. I'm just an idiot when it comes to geography. To be completely fair. Well, hey, no. Like to be honest, like I am not at all. I don't know much about the Middle East. No, I um, neither do I. I do know a bit about Iranian cinema just because historically, um, out of the Middle East, Iran probably has the most developed film industry or the most um, internationally appreciated. So, for instance, like uh, there have been um, quite a few big directors that have come out of Iran in the yeah. last like thirty years who are quite like well known internationally. So, I would say that may like. And not to say that there's not great cinema coming out of a lot of countries in the Middle East, but Iran definitely is probably the most well-regarded. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's like a lot of really good actors and actresses that that come from there. Um, but like overall, I'm not a. This is kind of a new territory for me. Yeah, like I said, not trying to be. Uh, I'm just ignorant when it comes to uh, geography in, in that area of the world. But it's funny. Speaking of the cast, though. I was watching the movie and I was like, why do I recognize some of these people? Like, how could I recognize some of these people? But they're actually um, incredibly well known mm-hmm. on the Hollywood circuits. Um, the, the, one of them was in House of Cards, which that's where I had seen her, like we were right, talking about right. earlier and stuff. And um, yeah, it was just, I was watching the movie and it's like, how, how come I know all of these people? And uh, yeah, it turns out that I've actually seen these people in... Quite a few different series um, um, that I've watched. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it makes sense because it, it was filmed in California. Um, the director is based in California. Yeah. Like, but uh, I do think that one of the, like, big strengths of this movie is it's, like, spacelessness. That's, I don't think that's a word. But you don't know where this movie takes place. Like, obviously, everyone's speaking Persian. Or Farsi, sorry. See, okay, uh, on that note, I didn't realize it was, like, based in a different... Um, uh, like, different, like it's kind it's, of like it's an not it's alternate Iran. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't realize that. Like honestly, I didn't. I thought that Bad City was an actual city, right? 
where they it, like in Iran that it, that was this is where this was going on. Right. Um, well, it's it's funny because uh, in an, uh, one interview with the director, she was saying that that is like a direct reference to Sin City, the Frank Miller comic, and the yeah, Robert, yeah which you can you can see because like especially the the black and white like no it's, that's what I'm yeah it's, it's it's filmed like a comic book. And no, that see, there are some parts that are filmed like a comic book. For the most part, it's a black and white movie. But there are parts where you look at it, and it you can take you you can see where it does take elements out of Sin City. Uh, right, right. No, like, but I mean like a Frank Miller comic. Yes, like like a yeah, yes, like uh, and there actually is a graphic novel of this. Really? Yeah, she developed it a year after this came out. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know where to find it. But um, yeah, there's a graphic novel that uh, explains the backstory of the vampire. Ooh, I would read that. I want to as well. I would definitely read that for sure. So, um, to get into like the storyline a bit, this movie is uh, it, the plot isn't really the point. There's not really a plot. No. But as you said, it takes place in Bad City. It's this sort of like. Desert ghost town. It's very industrial, uh, very sparse, um, kind of depressing. Yeah, and we absolutely. start off following Arash, who is like a James Dean type. Oh, we're gonna get into Arash. Yeah, I mean, I, see, so I loved all of the characters. Yeah, um, and that's where I mean the elements from going just like the fourth Thunderbird, the the way he was dressed. Yeah, like, so just like very James Dean, we, very. We, Go ahead. We're introduced to Arash. He's... Oh, my God. So, my first note... Because the first scene of the film is he's... Is he stealing the cat? Yeah, he stole the cat. Yeah, he's stealing a little cat. And this cat is also adorable. Um, but my first note was Arash just stealing pussy all over town. Basically. <laughs> that, but, and, then, okay, and then there was actually a scene after he steals the cat that I still... Like, and they actually, a few times in the movie, go back to the ditch... Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, and yeah. there's a whole bunch of dead bodies in it, but it's never explained. But I didn't really care. Well, see, to it's be funny because I, I didn't give a shit. But... I wasn't sure if it was like there's some bodies there, but it's mostly like just junk. No, it's, it's dead bodies. Is it all dead bodies? Because yeah. there's like tires and shit there too. There was a there was some junk. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would say ninety percent of the ditch was filled with dead bodies. Right, right, right. And there yeah, was a I... scene where somebody was actually just rolling a dead body back into the ditch into this. Yeah, yeah, ditch. yeah. But I didn't. I was like, ooh, that's. That's kind of a creepy sight for the first part of this uh, movie yeah. when he's just walking by it with the cat yeah. after he's stealing, stolen the cat. But it does go back to that a couple times. Never really explained. And I think, I don't know if I minded it too much. No, no. Well, see, the thing is, like, I didn't, I saw that there was obviously, like, corpses in there, but yeah. I didn't realize it was, like, mostly corpse. Yeah. Uh, okay, see, that. that's, but I like, I love that because it's one of those things where you have to go back to it and be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like Actually, even... at first, like, I was watching him with the cat, right? Right, right. And I didn't even notice the dead bodies until I actually right. looked. Cause... And I was like, oh, wait, that is a huge ditch full, full of dead bodies. Okay. Yeah. See, even right now, I'm like, shit, I didn't even register that. But, anyway, yeah. But, uh... You know, cute boy, cute cat. What are you? <laughs> what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was definitely more intrigued with what was going on with the cat. Than yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, it sets up. Uh, he lives with his father, who's a heroin addict. Um, he's a landscaper. Uh, it's like right off the bat, this town is just like down its luck. There's, it's death. There's, it doesn't have a lot going for it. Destitute. It's bleak. It's depressing. You know. Yep. Um, 
very industrialized. Very um, lots of um, um, of those. Lots of oh, oil. Like in, yeah, uh, uh, re- refineries. There's a lot of uh, just industrial landscape, like abandoned factories, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. very sparse. But uh, yeah, and that's when we get introduced to... She never actually has a name in the movie. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought it was like... Um, are we talking about the... the no, no, no. The, the, the main... Uh, the girl who walks home alone at night. Oh, She okay. never actually gets was, named. Yeah. They just no, call her true. the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she is a very striking figure. She is wearing. Um, so I looked this up. It's a. It's a. It's not a hijab. It's a chador. Yep. Which is like a full body hijab kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she just kind of. She basically appears, wears it for the entire movie. Yeah, she just too, appears it's... throughout town, and uh, we find out that uh, so Arash, our main character, more or less. Um, his father owes a whole bunch of money to this drug dealer. Yeah. Who, when I first saw this, I was like, wow, this guy looks like Ninja from D'Anford. If anybody knows the, the South African rap duo. Um, like, down to a T, the mustache, the haircut, everything. Then I found out he was modeled after Ninja. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. I can definitely see it now. Because I'm mean, like, how, how else do you make someone real sleazy? Yeah, it's a, yep. <laughs> yeah. Very good point. I mean, he's he's been canceled. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we all know now, for sure. And they and they 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 like whoever that was. Um, the character was played really really well. The like when they went to his apartment, it was. Uh... Yeah. So so to, so Arash. Uh, so he has this like beautiful. I don't know cars, but even I was like, this car is nice. It's a Thunderbird. See, I don't know that. It, it, it's got big wings. I liked it. It's a, it was a Ford Thunderbird. Okay, it's Ford a beautiful Thunderbird. Card. Yeah, he's so it's like his his prize possession because he has a convers- worked hard. He worked for twenty one hundred days. Yes, and actually, I was reading that if you count the leap year, it's exactly six years. Right, right. Because there's a, a young ch- uh, young child who appears throughout the film who's not homeless, but he's poor and he's asking for money. And yes, and he basically says, "Well, how come you don't have any? Or how can you not have money if you're driving a car like this?" And he's like, "Well, kid, I've worked like I worked six, yeah." Six years for this, and only to have it uh, stolen by this drug dealer because his father, uh, who's an addict, has not been paying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this 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 drug dealer is not a cool da- not a cool guy. No, at all. Um, no I mean, he's a real piece of shit. Oh yeah, and uh, plays a real piece of shit real well. Oh yeah, well, because uh, immediately after this scene, after he takes his car, we're introduced to one of the other characters in the film, uh, Ati, who is a prostitute. Yes. Um, this drug dealer is her pimp. She gets in the car and basically, this is <laughs> this is in my notes because basically he he wants his cut of the money. You know they're having like a struggle and he's like, "How old are you?" She's like, "I'm 30." And he's like, "Well, you're getting real old." And I was like, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah. Um, as two people who are um you know 30 blah, 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 years old, um, that is. Not hey, true. I'm 39 and I look fucking great. Thank you very much. Well, I'm 32 and I will be for the next 10 years. So thank you. <laughs> uh, you do. You do look great. Thank you. But 30 is not old, okay? It's not. You fucking Gen Zers listening. It's if not. You are. <laughs> it's not at all. 
But um, basically takes advantage of her. Um, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole pimp prostitute thing. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know if I need to go into detail. About no, but that, as, as he's about to take advantage of her, you see uh, No, this... he does. She actually starts going down on him, and then he looks in the back rear, and that's where you see yes. the girl. Which the girl. is, again, uh, you don't know her name. No. Um, she's in her outfits. Um, well, she has which her... I love. Like, you know what I loved? Can I just mention about that? What, what she always wore with the striped black and white t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Sh- shirt. Um, and like the jeans, the, yeah, the converse. It, it was just... It just was... It just was so good for like... It was... She, she looked like a... Like a vampire. Like, do you know but what I like, mean? like, no. You know, like, not like a uh, vampire vampire, but it was... Um, I don't even know how I'm trying well, to uh, how I'm trying to say this. I don't want to say it's like a Halloween outfit because it's, it wouldn't be a Halloween outfit. But um, I don't know. I just thought it, at the end of the movie, she would always fall back to the exact same thing, and it just totally suited the movie, the black and white, her personality. The fact that she was a vampire just all just blended. It just worked so well. Right. Well, because she had like no, I, I totally agree. And like I think the cool thing about her costume was it it's so casual. Yeah. But still works into this sort of like vampire mythology. Like it almost has like a Tim like a Tim Burton if Tim Burton was hipster. Was it hipster? A little bit. Like like I like what, see she, when she got on this when she got on the skateboard. Yeah. Like I thought. Okay. See, it just that whole part made sense right no but like if you look at her whole outfit she's got like the converse the jeans the cool striped shirt yeah. and then her chador and um it just yeah it's so cool because it is it is very in a way it's like a little gothic but it's also kind of like laid back and like skatery yeah exactly which is like her personality and then she ends up getting a skateboard which it just it just all like that's what i mean it's like throughout the movie there was just it just all melded together so perfectly it oh just, yeah it was awesome, and, and yeah. that's like one of the like We'll get into it more and stuff, but, like, one of the big strengths of this movie is just how well everything, like, the, the visuals and, yeah. like, the tone all kind of, like... Because, like, for, for a movie that it, it could be so inaccessible, the fact that it's, like, you know, in another language, it's Middle Eastern, it's not something a lot of people would, you know, think about no, watching, but you watch it and it just, like, makes sense. You're like, okay, this movie, what it's doing... And it, you don't... That's the thing is, though, too, it's, um... At the end of the movie, it's all brought together, all the characters, but you don't, you don't have to, uh, um, it's not like you're, you're, you're waiting for it. Do you know what I mean? You're not waiting for everything to be brought together. As the movie goes on, there's just pieces of the puzzle that just sort of start to fall into place and just sort of like start to, until at the end of the movie, the puzzle is just, it's done, but you're not waiting for it. You're not like, you're not, you're not questioning why this is happening. You're not, um... I just I, I no no I agree and like uh, I think I mentioned this before one interesting thing about this film is there it's a very small film like there are only maybe seven characters mm-hmm. like in total they couldn't so, have any more no and it, but it works and it's and it works because especially like the setting it's like this is like a destitute ghost town in a way yeah so it's like you can't have it like super populated you have to have. And I know, I mean, obviously parts of that are budget constraints, but, like, she made it work to the advantage of the, of the film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, oh, sorry, Chris's dog just sat on my lap. Hello, Chip. Oh. Muffin. Oh, he's, oh, he's a little lump. 
He is. He's a lot of fluff and <laughs> he wants me fur to... and fucking cuteness. I stopped playing fetch, so he, now he's just like, well, fine, I'm going to sit on your lap. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's okay. He's quiet as hell, so it's fine. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Um, so, yes. Where were we? Ah, so after... Uh... Get up here. So this drug dealer, his name's uh, Saeed, uh, he sees her appear, and she kind of follows him. He takes her back to his place, and this is where I was like, wow. This... Uh, no, I actually mentioned in my notes, like, this would be, just imagine what a pimp's apartment would look like, basically. Well, I mean, especially this guy. Like, yeah. th- this is the kind of guy who has li- the word sex tattooed to his neck, and as soon as you see the apartment, you're like, oh, <laughs> yep. Like animal heads and... Animal heads, leopard print, upholstery, um, you know, bad techno. Yeah, yeah. it just was really something. Yeah. And... Not a surprise. I actually have that in my notes. I was like, exactly what I thought. And I... Oh, and he does the whole thing. Like, I, lo- I love this when... Uh... <laughs> takes off his tracksuit and starts sexy dancing to try to, uh, you know... And I'm like, what the hell was that? Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm like here's the thing. Oh, and he's in a tracksuit. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course don't he is. Don't wear tracksuits. Did I say that right? Track suits. Track suits. Don't wear them. I don't care. Burn them all. I yeah, don't wear suits. them. Tracksuits are uh, everything wrong with the world. Yeah, he's in a tracksuit. Don't. Just don't. Yeah, but then he does the whole... um which I always find so gross. The whole, like, oh, I'm going to flirt with you by putting my finger in your mouth. Yeah. I, like, uh, fillet like, my... Well, okay, fillet. The, the, he was flirting before. Like, I just... The, I whole, fl- the whole thing was, like, 150% douche slash oh. bro slash... Uh, just, like... Oh, this guy. How do these people even have girlfriends and stuff like that? I just, I don't understand. Well, he it. doesn't. Like, he's a pimp. No, I know, but I mean, like, just in, the, oh, there, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. these people out there that aren't pimps that actually are these kind of people, and it's just like, how, like, what, what? I don't. That, know. That's well, just I mean, my like, question. I'll leave it at that. What? Granted, I was saying the actor who plays this guy is very hot in real life, but he, yeah, I know. Look at his pictures. But he does not seem like a douchebag, mm. which is nice. I like hot people who aren't douchebags. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, that's fantastic. But yeah. he plays a great one, not gonna lie. He does yeah, a really yeah, yeah. good job. And uh, that's when, you know, uh, we, you know... He has pimp tattooed on his fucking head. In Farsi. Yeah. Which I have to look up, but it was... Yeah, of course. Of course he does. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the, that's when she uh, bites off his finger and eats him. Well, eats his... Well, actually, bites off his finger. He freaks out. Slides his finger out of her mouth, which I thought was like no, she really, does. Yeah, that's she what pulled, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he falls to the floor. What I love to see again, it's not a horror. This movie, like this part, this scene was like kind of well, it wasn't scary, but I mean, um, it has. I words. loved how she took his finger, yeah, and rubbed it across his lips right. and then stuck it in his mouth. Yes, and I was like, yeah, yes. girl, that's what you do. That's see, that's how you treat these kind of men. Yeah, of course. That have no respect for women. They have no respect for anybody, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, that's how you treat them. Yeah. I mean, uh, minus well, the murder. Then she eats them. Yeah. But... Then she does eat them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, minus the murder part. But yes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, bite a finger. Who cares? But okay, this is also one thing I brought up. Uh, is in my notes. I fucking love like the. Well, I mean, there's no. Everybody knows she's a vampire, but like this is when you get to see her. Do they? Well, no, no, I'm saying as the audience, we know she's a vampire. Oh, yeah, okay. But I'm saying this is when she reveals herself as a vampire. And I really love, like, I love, there's a few vampire movies that do this, where it's, their teeth come out like switchblades. Yeah. It's kind of like a true blood thing. Yes. Well, I, I love that. Because, like, she just, like, kind of, like, ching! Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, I love it. I love okay, it. But, okay, do people in, okay, so I have a question. Um... This is actually around the same point as well, because she does go back to her house or whatever. No, right. actually, this is... Um, you see her behind the car, then there's actually a scene where she does go back to her house. Yeah. Um, amazing soundtrack. Um, you just see her basically dancing in her house. Yeah. But before she does that, Kay, do you not notice the poster that's outside of, like, the store she walks out of? It's, like, basically a poster of her, the way she's dressed. Oh, no, I didn't, actually. So, like, um, I it, actually, I think it's the poster to the movie, if I remember correctly. I could be completely um, way off on this. But when I saw it, I was like, hey, do people not know that she's, maybe people do know that she's, uh, she's actually like this, this, or that there is somebody out there that's doing this. Because again, bring you back to the ditch with the people. Yeah, I with mean, the, with the and all of the people in the ditch were male. Oh, I did not know. Well, yes. that makes sense because. Oh. So uh, sorry. Just, well, sorry, well, like, no, not, be- to, not to, but I mean, like that. I don't know what this says because it's in Farsi, but that is a picture of somebody in. Uh, basically, a chador, the way, yeah, 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 she dressed yeah. the way she see, dressed with a blank white face. Well, see, I just took that as like setting the the tone. Like this is a city in Iran, and I th- I just took oh that as, okay like, maybe a, like, but, again, but, but again that might be a cultural thing that I'm I don't I'm know just what, not aware of. I'm, but I'm I'm curious to see what that uh, well and it just reminded me so much of the actual movie poster because it, there's a lot of like and here's the thing like we said I don't know a lot about Iranian culture. Um, but there is like, especially at the beginning, there's a scene where there's a rush and his dad's shooting up and in the background, there's that guy on TV and he's like a lawyer and he's just like, ladies, men will leave you. You think you have a good life, but your husband might find another woman and you'll be alone with your oh, kid. Oh yeah. I yeah. Forgot and there's like all these like that. little, horrible, there's like all these little, like little things peppered in Yeah. where it's kind of like, you know, like this like oppression kind of yeah. like in the background. And so I just took I, I I saw that advertisement. I took that just as kind of like a advertisement that might be in like an Iranian city. I don't know, but it, it, I don't know what it says. It could be. Uh... Well, that's what I mean. that's what I mean. I don't know what it, actually. If anybody watches the movie and um, speaks Farsi and can or can read Farsi, um, I would if that's like a hidden message. I'm sure there's gonna be a whole bunch. That's of what like, I mean. If that's yeah. like a hidden message where it's like or or whatever, I would love to know that because. The, I enjoyed this movie and anything else I can find out about it that like wh- like you said went over my head I would love to I would I would love to hear and yeah everybody Let's in the see, ditch was was male that's a great thing about this movie and nobody the, seemed to care they walked by it like it was nothing 
Which I think really ties into like the atmosphere of the town. Yeah. Because it is a very... And actually, okay, so I want to get into... Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself too much here. But basically, okay, so she kills the drug dealer. Yeah. And, Sorry, uh, back on track, yes. Yeah, and that's when Arash um, decides to basically parallel to this whole event because the drug dealer took his, his Thunderbird as payment for his dad's uh, addiction. And so Arash is like, well, I'm going to go and like do anything I can to go get it back. Goes to the drug dealer's place, finds him dead. And yes, that's... but he had something for him. And this is, like, right. he, he stole, because he's a landscaper, so he yep. actually stole earrings from this young girl. Um, she's, she's titled, she, her name's uh, Shade, I believe, but yeah. she's called the princess in the credits. So yeah, he goes to the drug dealer's place, crosses paths with the vampire. Yeah. Finds the guy dead, takes, his key, takes the keys back to the car, and steals all his drugs. And money. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's their first, like, initial interaction. And you think that, like, uh, he's, like, this sort of, like, innocent sort of... He's got a bad life, which he does. Don't get me wrong. Um, but he ends up starting to... Deal drugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sell these drugs and use the money for... Well, actually, he doesn't use the money for bad things. Like, he actually... Well, the, no. Like, he's got a very... I mean, we could talk about Arash because I've got a bit of a crush on him. Um, he's got... Okay, so here's the thing. He has definite, like, young Johnny Depp crybaby vibes, which we'll get into in when my favorite scene happens. We'll talk about that. But he's, like, very well cast. Like, he's got that, like, James Dean baby-faced kind yes. of cute rebel dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's got the hots for this, like, rich girl. And he goes to a costume party where he's dressed as Dracula. Yes. Which I love this scene too because he's dealing drugs and, you know, she's taking advantage of him, basically. And then there's that whole scene where he's high and they're like, sees her across the dance floor and then like kind of creeps on her and they're about to kiss and then she pushes him away and then like some other guy takes her away and... Yeah, but he's... he she actually does go up, are you okay afterwards? Like, true, true, I will true, say true. that. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think that... I think she was just surprised to see him there. I, like, I don't think she was taking advantage. I do. To be fair. I do. Well, no, I don't think she was taking advantage, but she's... She, she's... The kind of character that she's portrayed is... She knows she's hot. And she knows that he's below well, her. yeah. Because there's also a big class thing in this movie. Yes, totally. Which everybody is poor in the film... In the, in the except town. For except for her. Specific, yeah. Yeah, except that family, you know? And, like, he is trying... I feel like he's trying to break into that. But he's been isolated well I don't think he was trying to break into it I think he just had a crush on her and wanted to be yeah not break I don't think he wanted to break into that social atmosphere I think he just wanted to be near her I uh, okay, but so I think that to I took fair, it a different way actually well because like if he wanted to break into that whole social um, system I think that he I, like that I don't that he might, probably wouldn't have stopped like he like he probably would have kept trying but I mean, like, she basically rejected him, and he was like, well, all high on ecstasy. Yeah. And that was the end of that. Like, See, I... Does I, she ever... Does she ever pop back up in the no, movie? No, that's yeah. when she, like, kind of disappears. Yeah. But, like, I... No, I, I took it a different way. I mean, like, that that's valid as well. I took it... Not necessarily he's trying to break into that scene, but I do think that there's, like, kind of like his exchange with the, the kid who's asking for money and being like, well, I worked really hard for this, like, status symbol that I have. Yeah. And, it, like, the car is, like, his big pride and joy. 
you know? Yeah. And so I think he sees her as this, like, un- like this unattainable goal. Right. Or just her lifestyle. Yeah. Because he's the landscaper. She, like, she literally beckons him from, like, a three-story balcony. Yes. And, like, there's actually really interesting, like, when he's trying to, like, fix her TV, he's like, are you, are you sure I should be here? Like, what will your parents think? No, but like, he was doing that because he wanted to steal the earrings. Okay, so, actually, I read this scene different. I there's he looks at the earrings and that's when he's like okay she can't be here while I steal these and that's when he goes are you sure that you need to be here because as soon as she leaves uh, he takes earrings see I took that scene as that she rejected him so he's like well I'm here I'm gonna take the earrings because I think but that did she like in that scene I don't think that there was no. Because she was, she was, she, the, that whole yeah, scene. Yeah, she was being no, a little bit ridiculous. Scene, no, because she comes, like, she's like, he's like, should I be here? And she's like, why? And he's like, well, wouldn't your parents disapprove that you're alone in a room with a boy? And then he's looking at the TV and she comes up right, she presses up yeah, against him. Yeah, she definitely and then pushes she goes, the subject for sure. Oh, she's like, what a gentleman. And then, like, walks out. But so, see, here's how I read it. Okay? okay. So, he was there. Yeah. He saw the earrings. Like, it, there's, it pans over to the earrings or whatever. And then he's like, hey, I wanna, I'm want going to steal those earrings because I want my car back. Right. And then he's like, well, she can't be here. So that's when he says, are you sure you should be here? And goes into the whole, well, you know, your parents, should you be in your room alone with a boy? This yeah, yeah, is going to yeah. take a while, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Because as soon as she leaves, he takes the earrings and that's the end of the scene. Right. See, okay, for me, I thought that... I'm not saying he didn't think that she was attractive because she's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. um... Yeah, I just read it as he wanted to steal the earrings. Oh, okay. Well, no, I... like I For his it. car. Right. I took that more as, like, it was more of, like, okay, he knows that she's toying with her... With, with him, sorry. And then it became, like, the, oh, I can take her earrings. But I do, th- oh, okay. I do think that, like... Because, like, especially him buying that car, I think he... Like, look at his home life. He's living with a, a junky dad. Yeah. It's a miserable situation. He's obviously, like, a hard worker. He's been trying to, like... Uh, step up in society, but and this- his car was his big, the biggest thing. That's what that's that's what that's what I mean. Is like I think I read the the scene as he wanted what he had worked the hardest for in his life back, and with those earrings, he saw a way to get that back. Yes, he did. I agree, but I do think that he also views her as his goal. Fair, okay, fair enough. Yeah, because especially enough. so, like shortly after this scene, after he steals the drugs from Saeed he goes he gets invited to a costume party no he just goes or he shows he up he makes his own that's and see i was like he makes his own dracula costume that's right, when he was right, when right. He and then he starts cutting. he starts yeah. dealing drugs and then that's when she starts paying attention to him for all the wrong reasons yeah right right yeah. but see that's the thing like so there's that scene and then that's when we have this scene where he sees her across the dance floor they're about to he like approaches and she's beckoning him yeah and then the last minute, it's like, no, 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 no. And then, like, another guy swoops her up. Yeah. And then he's, like, high and crestfallen. But this leads into, like, my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dressed as Dracula. And, like, I fucking love um, the actor's... So his name's Arash Marandi in real, real life. I fucking love his take on being high because it's actually very cute and very realistic. Yeah. Because he's basically walking home, and he just stands there, like, looking at a streetlight. And it's like, yep, I have been there. 
Not on ecstasy, though. Oh, for sure. What? Really? You've never walked home on ecstasy and just, like, stood there and be like, wow, it's really nice. No, but I have, like, just, like, people have these crazy experiences on ecstasy that I've just never experienced. Oh, I've totally done that. I've walked home for four hours from a club just high and being like, la, la, la. Like, well, I'm happy and shit, but I'm like, I'm not staring at light bulbs. Oh, okay. Well, but this is when he sees the woman. Yes. And prior to this scene, um... The little boy who showed up the first part of the movie, who's asking for money. Uh, this is kind of like so. The whole implication is set up that she only feasts on like quote unquote bad men, because she kind of confronts this little boy and she's like, "Are you a good boy?" And he's like, "Yes." yes. And she's like, "Are you sure?" And it's kind of, the, and then that's when like her demonic voice. It's comes like up. literally the creepiest part of the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah. Ten she... seconds long. But it's because what did she say? She's like, I. She's like, are you lying? Because I can rip your eyes out and feed them to the dogs. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, just remember, I'll always be watching. For the rest of your life, I will always. Be. Yeah. For yeah, 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 yeah. And this <laughs> ten-year-old boy that she. And he drops his skateboard. Yeah, and then that's she takes a skateboard and she's skateboarding around town. Yes. Which looks so cool. Like just her in that like in the um in her like headscarf. Yeah. With the yeah and like this. One thing I think uh, I mentioned to you before is like the the black and white works so well because it's so high contrast and just like there's a scene where the shot is like her with her headscarf and the black sky and it looks like her head is disembodied from her the rest of her body. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, this is when she kind of a- appears again on her skateboard and she's just like sizing him up, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and... And I just find it, I find this scene so charming because he's just so high and um, he's just like, I just want a hug. Just give me a hug. And I don't know, something about like the way he's like, I'm Dracula. And he's yeah, like, and Whoa. he touched her hand and then uh, he's like, oh my God, you're so cold. And then I like, just like gave her a hug and wrapped his cloak around like some stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. he's never met before. And she's like, I don't know what this is, but I'm not like a entirely against it yeah like, exactly like I like I love the like like one great thing about the you can act- tell she's really confused yes but um, the actress her name is Sheila Vand she plays the vampire she has maybe like 10 lines of dialogue in this movie but like her face and her eyes are so expressive like she says so much just from like her yeah uh, just her expression just her yeah she she, uh, she acts with her eyes which is very cool yeah yeah um, but yeah so Basically, I think, what, what does he say? He's like, I just need a place to rest or something. I need to sit down. Oh, let's, he goes, let's sit down. Yes, I love that. He's like, he's like, well, he's like, no, we got to sit down. It's like such a, such a high thing to do. Just like, no, we just got to sit down. I just want to sit down. And that's when um, she's like, well, my home is near. You can sit there. And then he's like, well, I can't stand. And then she rolls him on her the skateboard, skateboard yeah. which is so cute. And this is when I was like, he gives me total Edward Scissorhand vibes. Yeah, when you mentioned it, I can see that for sure. Yeah. Uh, side note, Edward Scissorhands was my sexual awakening, so anytime... <laughs> <laughs> which, anybody who knows me, that's like no fucking surprise, because of yeah. course it was. Um, but it's just so cute. Like, he's just sitting on the skateboard with his, like, eyeliner and crazy hair, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was a really cute scene. Yeah, and they sure. get back to her place, and... It's just, I don't know, I love this scene because it's they just kind of dance to music and there's that part where she kind of, you think they're going to make out and then she like bends his head back and it's like, oh, she's going to kill him and then she just rests her head on his chest and it's brief but really cute 
and tender and yeah it was an awesome moment of the movie it's one of my favorites yeah and it's so like it says so much about like their relationship at that point where it's like they're there, one thing I took from this movie, if there's like a general theme, I think it's just loneliness. I, I was going to say, they're both lonely. Everybody. Human, ev- every human or lonely human. Actually, everybody. Yeah. Everybody right. in this movie is lonely. Yeah. Like the whole, I think the whole town is lonely. It's a, a desolate, lonely place. Yeah. And it's, it's like really, and it, it also comes like almost in the middle of the movie, this scene. So it's like, a, I don't know. I, I love that scene. It's great. Yeah, and again, the soundtrack for it was amazing. I actually saved the song mm-hmm. onto a playlist. Yeah. Uh, what was, was it called? Uh, it was... Uh, it's like... white. It's called Lies by White Death, I want to say. Right, right. Just let me... It's Let me... It, yeah, it's called... Sorry, it's called White Lies. Um, by Death. Yes. Right. It's a good yeah. song. No, it's called Death by White Lies. Sorry. Oh. Just uh, sort of clear. It's a very good song. Look it up. Just it's awesome. Look up Death, White, and Lies. I'm sure you get a lot of things. Yeah, you, it's, you it's did. great. It's uh, it's a very good song. <laughs> you get a lot of weird Google uh, yeah, Google things, but yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so from this point on, basically... Here's where, like, from this point on is where the movie starts to... Everybody in the movie, like, the seven or eight um, cast members well, start to really interact with each other. So you find out that Arash's dad, who's addicted to heroin, is also a John of Ati, who yes. is the prostitute. And you see, like, there's a scene earlier where he's hounding her, and she's like, listen, if you have money, come after me. She leaves, and then that's when you see the vampire appear in the background, and she's kind of taunting him. Yes. Like, he's, like, she's, like, mirror, mirroring his... Every movement. Yeah, he, like, lifts his arm, she lifts it, and she's just across the street, and she, like, leaves. But, yeah. you know, you know that she's watching him. Yes. And you know that's going to come back. Yep. Yep. Um, so, basically, as the movie progresses, uh, Arash is kind of smitten with her. He... he uh... Oh, there's one scene I want to bring up. Because she, at one point approaches like a homeless man in an alley and eats him with the, yeah that's all there is and i have because the implication like i said is that she only goes after bad men does she think homeless people are bad <laughs> maybe she was just hungry i guess yeah because like she, like the body count in this movie is only three people yeah and the homeless man is one of them so i'm like Maybe she was just hungry. I mean, I eat some stuff sometimes that I don't want to eat just because <laughs> I'm fucking hungry, and that's what there is to eat. I guess so, yeah. Like, really? It's like... I just felt like, oh, I'm like... It's just a homeless guy. Well, I didn't to... feel bad for him. I mean, but at the same time, I guess you're right. I mean... It was, it was when interesting. She, when she's... Uh, it's kind of know. like a little... like the, You never go back to it. It's just like a little scene in between. But like, yeah. when I watched it, I was like, oh, well, she was hungry. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that, that's all I thought about it, you know? It's... it's uh, when you're hungry, you're hungry. Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, not not a lot <laughs> not a lot of fast food in this town, I've noticed. No. But yeah. No. It's just a lot of uh, oil rigs and stuff. Exactly. Take oh, what you can get. Which brings me to actually one of my other favorite scenes. So Arash leaves a note on her door being like, Co meet me by like the refineries. And so she meets him, he's got his uh, Thunderbird and it's shot in front of these like big like oil refineries. And like in the black and white with the contrast, it it's so pretty. And this is also another really interesting, like tender scene between them where he gives her the earrings that he stole. Yes. And he's like, well, I've noticed, I don't know much about you, but I've noticed one thing. And she's like, what? And it's like, your ears aren't pierced. 
and he's kind of like you know moving her hair back and blah 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 sorry chip is chip is winding do you want to go outside no he's fine oh okay he just wants attention Yes, he does just want attention. And don't give it to him, otherwise he'll keep whining. Oh, he's so cute. That's... Okay, sorry. What happens? Okay, I won't, I won't, I won't. Yeah. He's dead to me. Um, but it was a beautiful shot. It was beautiful. very, um, very, um, like, uh, Frank Miller graphic uh, novel shot um, in the black and white. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, gives her the earrings. Her ears aren't pierced. So she goes, here. Here's a bobby, or it was a bobby pin? No, 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 it was a, a safety pin. Safety pin. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, a bobby pin? Could you imagine? A bobby pin? <laughs> She's not fucking from 1910. I know, I know. <laughs> a bobby pin. Anyway, uh... Use my hat pin, good sir. I know. Uh, and, um... Yeah, he pierces her ears, and it's really kind of hot, actually. It is, because the first one, she turns around in pain. Her and her come teeth out. come out. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, I thought it was a really cool scene. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he does the other one. And but I love it, because, like, she's obviously the... Like, she's the one who could kill him easily. Yeah. And it's it's nice, because he's asking. He's like, are you okay with this? Like, it's kind of like a... Obviously, it's, like, sexually coded, the scene. Yeah. But it's nice. Like, it's nice. He's like, do you mind if I do this? And she's yeah. like... And it hurts her the first time, but she's like, no, do it again. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, I love that scene. Like, that's one of my, that, that with like the whole, uh, high on E scene are like yeah. my two favorite scenes in the movie. Just cause it says so much about their relation, like their burgeoning relationship without having to be like, it's not like they're like making out or like they're about, you know, it's like this like somewhat erotic scene, but it's. Well, again, there's not a lot said. Exactly. Like, like word wise. But like the way. Uh, like I said, like the way she acts through her expressions and her eyes and her mannerisms, like it says so much more than dialogue could. Yeah, I feel. But yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, this leads us to the next scene when uh, Arash's dad is in withdrawals again. Yeah, there's a couple scenes where he's going to withdrawals. This is like particularly the. It's pretty bad. It's the most dramatic and. And so this is the cat from the beginning. By the way, this cat is the most adorable cat No, ever. it's fucking cute. This cat also, this cat gets picked up, kind of thrown around, and this cat does not do anything. I was no. like, can I have this cat? Yeah. Because I'm like, most of the cats I've known would have just like clawed your fucking face off. <laughs> yeah, the only time this cat complained was when the pimp picked him up. And it just goes meow. Yeah. Meow. Well, he kind of freaked out a ton. Like, yeah, like, but I'm he's like obviously upset. It's a it's a to be fair. It's a beautiful cat. It is. Uh, shout cat. out to this cat actor. I hope to see this cat more. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows who this cat is, I or want any this... other movies he's been in. I want... Please leave a comment. I want this cat's IMDb. Yeah. I want. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> But basically, Rush's dad's like going through like a thing, and he's being like, "This fucking cat is your dead mother, watching me." Yeah, it's kind of the pictures. It's pretty upsetting, actually. This it whole is scene. like, yeah. like, cause like I have like, I've been through withdrawal, right? Yeah, and your mind goes into some very crazy places, and if you have a really hard life, which is like throughout the whole movie, these people do not have good lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you really feel something. Something to be said for 
every single character in this movie is you really feel for all of them, including I the agree. vampire. You feel sorry for every single person in this movie. Not only feel sorry, but like you just feel attached to them. Like, I, yeah, no, I, exactly. I mean, they've got hard lives. Like, I mean, even Saeed, in a way, it's like. I didn't feel sorry for him, don't get me wrong. No, but he's a product of his environment. Exactly. Like, and um, the good thing about not having 30 characters to try to deal with, uh, having a small cast, is you actually get to really... Um, uh, every single part of them, I sort of have been in a situation yes. where they've been in, and you can really... Con- uh, well, for me, personally, I've con- I connected with a lot of the characters in this, most of the characters in this in this movie um, on a personal level, which was great, actually, yeah, watching it. Yeah, I think it brings back to the whole point, or the whole sort of thorough line with this movie, is that everyone's just lonely and mm-hmm. sad. Like, <laughs> it's a lonely and sad... Loneliness, I think, is the underlying... Um, uh, what sh- the, the director wanted you to feel. Right. And, and, with and, everybody. And she succeeded, because... Yeah. yeah, like, and, you know, like I said, there's, like, maybe seven main characters. Yep. And you do, as, you know, despicable as some of them might be, you still do kind of feel this, like, sadness with them. I was going to say, it's a sadness. There's a, there's a, there's a, it's not a horror movie, it's a sad movie, but I mean, it's... Actually, there's a a scene that I really like that I didn't bring up where it's very brief, it's like maybe two minutes, but it's basically when she follows uh, the vampire, she follows the prostitute, Ati home and she confronts yeah. her she's like you've been following me why are you doing this and sh- and the vampire confronts her with a bunch of jewelry that the pimp had stolen yeah or had was wearing t- was wearing yes she had stolen from the pimp and yeah. basically wanted to give it to so Ati. Ati takes her back to her place and she's just kind of like like what's your deal like what are you, are you a thief like what are you trying to do and she's like you've been watching me like do you want to do what i've been doing yeah and the vampire is like, well... She goes, you don't even want to do what you've been she's doing. She's like, you don't want to be doing it. She's like, you're very... She I, she says something that's... She's like, you don't even know what you want anymore. You forgot about that long time ago. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like the theme of this movie. Is like these people are kind of like just in limbo. Like yep. they, they're living in this they're city. They're lost. They're lost. The city has nothing for them. It's destroyed them. They're lost. Um... They're basically all just doing what they can to survive, to get by yeah. day by day. Yeah, yep, yep. And and it's funny because like yeah, and like Ati has nothing to say about that. She's just kind of like, you know. I guess you know what though. When you, nah, it's too much. I was gonna say like now it's like with everything going on, it's like it's a little bit to watch it now would be to watch it five years ago would have been different than watching it now. Yeah, but I think that's why I. L- appreciated it more watching it now. Yeah, Because this came out 2014, so it's yeah. already seven years old. Yeah. But, like, especially what's happened last two years. Yeah, where people, like, this is... Like, this I... Will, this will hit home for a lot more people I've, than it would have seven oh, years ago. I felt this movie way more watching this, like, this time around. Yeah. Like, like I said, the first time, I really liked this movie, but I don't think it hit me as hard as the second time around. Yeah. It just, it hits home a lot more. It, uh, you can, you, you definitely, yeah, you, I mean, you just, you definitely know, you understand these, the, 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 what these people are feeling a little bit more. For sure, for Not sure. Not to every extent. I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we don't live in quite that kind of society as of yet, but I mean, fingers crossed. But I mean, you definitely feel a lot for the well, every I single think, character in these. In, I in, think in everyone these, uh, has 
regardless of what kind of like walk of life you're you're from uh 2020 i think we all understand loneliness a bit better oh yeah for sure so this kind of movie um but it's it's actually interesting because i think so I, i read an interview with the director um and I think one thing about this movie, a lot of people thought it was going to be a lot more, because it's you know obviously a, a female director. It's Middle Eastern. Uh, I think people thought it was going to be very overtly political, and they kind of brought that up with her. And she, one character we haven't mentioned, who only appears like two or three times in the movie, is this sort of drag queen, gender bending, uh, androgynous person. Yeah. Who, who is not listed? I think I described her as like a babushka drag queen. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, she, they, we don't know uh, gender fluid, whatever. Yeah. But she's just kind of in the back. There's a scene in the middle where she just plays with a balloon. Yeah, I mean, she's um, throughout. The, she actually is one of the first characters you see in the movie. Right. She's watching a rash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. As he walks and, by with the cast. And it's funny because so they interviewed Anna Lily Emmanpour and they said, "Is this a political movie?" And she said, "Well." They said, you know, uh, oh, because the main character has a headscarf. Yeah. And she was like, actually, the only political thing that I really stressed in this movie was that character whose name is Rockabilly. Yes. Not, never, no one says not a word of dialogue. No one ever acknowledges them. But she was like, it was kind of like a thumbing my nose at the Iranian government. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, Iran's one of the few countries that still kills people for being gay. Um so it was kind of this thing like, well, I'm going to put this person in here as kind of like, this is, you know, a, and it, a it was great. It was like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't add it, anything specifically to the plot of the movie in any way, shape or form, but it was always nice whenever they were in the, whenever they were in the movie, even or in the frame, the yeah, or yeah, in yeah. The frame. And she, it was just something different. It was actually yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it adds the film. Yep, for sure, exactly, and, and it's funny because like, it's such a subtle like like I said, they're in the it maybe, asks like, the film, not the two, plot, like, I, I two said, or three yeah. times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, like we're really close to the end of the movie. Uh, I guess like kind of the climax would be um, Arash's dad gets Ati to come over after and, his he yeah he goes through his withdrawal thing. Yeah, Arash is basically like, you know what, you're he supposed get to be a father. Get the fuck out. He's got, having a withdrawal. He's saying the cat is your mother. This freak out. Really upsetting scene. Um, next scene, he has Ati, the prostitute, at his place. And also an upsetting scene. No, he's he, at Ati's place, yeah. Or, sorry. Um, but he injects her with heroin. And she does not want to be injected. Yeah, it's, it's, ugh, it's gross. Yeah. Um, but that's when the vampire appears. And... Yeah. Here's the okay, case. So I do have a question about that one scene, though. Because she's just walking, like yeah. the the girl, the vampire. Yeah, she's walking. This stuff is happening. I don't even know somewhere else. Um, but she you can see her walking. She stops. She turns around. And it's like she knows. Like she's been connected to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Ati, the prostitutes, in in some way, and she knows that something bad is happening. Basically, comes in. Um, and uh, long story short, kills. Um, well, it's a it's a very quick scene. In yeah, like, it, there's 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 really not a lot to it. No, like she comes, she comes in, and... in, kills him, and Addie um, helps her. Uh, you know, drag, drag the body the, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is the little child from the early. And then parts. yeah, the homeless. Yeah. Uh, the well, the no, the, he, the the poor. I think he's actually. I think he's um, listed as the street urchin in IMDb. Oh yeah, he is. He's actually. just like a. 
you know, poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when uh, Arash, the next day, finds his dad on the street. Yep. And, uh, you know, obviously it's horrible. Um, he runs immediately to the vampire. He's like, we got to get out of here. He's like, pack a bag. Just pack up your bags. If you have bags, come with me. And then that's when he sees the cat. Yes. But there was a lot of a lot to that scene. Like, where he, first off, he sees the cat, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, she's packing a bag. Does she pack clothes? No. She goes to this little dresser, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you see all of this, like, jewelry and um, mm-hmm. stuff that from men that she's killed. Yeah. And she just throws that into the bag, and he's watching all this, and you can see in his head what with the cat and the whole what's going on. You understand that he just no. realizes exactly what had just happened to his yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, the movie ends pretty fantastically, actually. Okay, so actually, I need to ask you about this because, like, the ending, not that I think it's bad, but I, it, it, it is a bit, well, I, I think it suits the movie well. It, it is a bit anticlimactic for me. Because I think even the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, it just kind of ends. But but did you expect anything? Like, with the way the movie well, is, the way it's set, where yeah. it's, it's, it's so subtle, so slow moving. Right, right, right. So, like, did you expect it to be I don't know. No, no. I, look, really, at the end? Look, honestly. I thought it ended exactly the way the movie, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised, put it that way. No, I think it ended well. I just, like, there's a part of me where, like, well... No, you know what? It ended... Yeah, you're right. I think it ended the way that the movie said it. Like, it ended appropriately for this movie. Um, I just, like, what do you what do you think your thoughts are? Because basically what happens is they're just driving. There's, like, no... And it's also wordless. Like, the last 50 yeah. minutes is basically, like, almost dialogue-free. Yeah. Um, basically, they're just driving. He gets out of the car, and you can tell he's just like, what the fuck am I doing? And then they, he gets back in the car, and they're... I think he was contemplating when he got out of the car. He's like, "No, hey, no, this this woman has killed my dad. I know this. Oh, and the cat's with him as well. That's, oh, the, I, and I, like, the cat's the, the, the cat's oh, like, the, I, the I, cat's I love how the cat cute. was there because he's in the middle seat. Yeah, it's really cute. And um, he gets out. <laughs> she at that point, I think, realizes that he knows. Well, I think she realized back in the apartment. Oh, maybe. Like, well, see, maybe. See, see, I didn't, maybe I didn't catch that see, part. here's the thing. Like, I thought it was more of like a... Because you could see almost a sense of fear in her eye when he got out of the car and started walking around. And like her expressions were so amazing. Like she yeah, yeah, acted yeah. with her eyes a lot. And in that one scene, for the first time, her eyes were almost like she was scared. And yes, that, yes. Actually, I got that too. That yeah, was yeah. the first time you'd ever seen that throughout the entire movie. And she was scared. That he's going to leave her. Yeah, maybe that was it. I thought that was when she realized maybe that um, he knew that she had killed his dad. Maybe maybe she See, just... Maybe she was scared of him leaving. I took this... Okay, so it's funny because I think in the apartment, she knew that he knew. Right, when okay. she's putting on her like cloak and stuff, she knew that. But Oh, I, okay, maybe. But, yeah. but I think they're driving and then he gets out of the car and I think that's when she realized that she loved him. Because really? I thought that was at the refinery when she walked away. Because, like, at the refinery, uh, when they gave her the earrings... Yeah. See, it's interesting. I thought that's that's when she realized she loved him. And I realized, I think that that's when she was like, that. I have to go, I have to walk away from you. Well, I can't be, I can't be around you. 
Because that's how the scene ended, right? Well, okay, so I think that's when she started having feelings for him. But what I so what my interpretation? Well, we can talk about yeah. what you what your interpretation is because I want to know because like the ending is you can see it a few different ways. I think that basically the scene when he's like pack your bags and then he realizes that she killed yeah his father. I think that was her because remember there's a scene when when they're at the refinery and she's like you don't know the things that I've done I'm up I've done bad things. And but he said the same thing to her. Yes. And then she was like, okay. And then I think that once she realized that he knew who she was, like, she's like, okay, this is who I am. I don't think he realized that she killed people. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No, I think as soon, like, in that apartment scene, that's when it's, like, clicking. Well, not the refinery scene. The apartment scene. No, no, yes. at the apartment scene. No, yeah. no, I'm saying at the apartment scene, that's when he's being, like, cute with her. And she's like, oh, this guy's paying me attention and he genuinely likes me but he doesn't know what the, the monster that I am and then in the last scene or the second last scene when they're in their apartment and he it clicks and he's like oh you're this like creature who's been killing all these people and she gives him that look like yes I am and then they're in the car and he le- like he gets out and, and again that's what I want to bring back too it's like people knew that sh- this that she existed. They just didn't know what it was. Yes, yes, yes. I know. She's a presence in the thing. But what I'm saying is that at the very last scene, I think they, they finally both come to like this mutual understanding of each other. Right. And like that's why she looks so scared for the first time. Because it's like, okay, so he has seen me for what I am. And she's all... like, I think that's the whole point is this whole thing is like she is this creature who, you know, preys on, on bad men, but she's very lonely. And then all of a sudden she has somebody who like has seen her for who she is and when he gets out of the car it's like oh my god like this person is gonna reject me and then he gets back in and they drive off and that's when well that's they, how the they, movie ends they come to a mutual understanding yeah he puts in a cassette tape and the song play again yeah. the soundtrack is amazing it's a good song and and in a way I think maybe in a per- perverse way he's almost happy that he that she killed she's freedom so yeah at and, the end of the movie when they drove away and like when they they slowly look at each other whatever in my head i was like oh you when he got out of the car whatever did his thing walked around came back in and put in the cassette tape and in my head it was like you freed me like you're you're yeah you've you've got me like yes his dad's dead blah, blah blah but in a way they're leaving both the lives behind from bad city and going to go start something new yeah and i think for with everything that even between half, it just it just worked out, right? But like in a perverse way, like yeah, yeah totally in a she, perverse she, way. Yeah. She killed his father, yeah, in a, but in, in like, a completely like, perverse look, way. Even like as he brought up in that one scene when he's like when she when he throws all of his dad's drugs and stuff at him, he's like, "Just you're not my dad." Yeah, like get out. So I think like in a perverse way, he was like, "Yeah, you." Also, I think that him getting out of the car too was him because like he must have blamed himself when he saw his dad. Oh, dead. for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he was, like, another thing, getting that, that whole walk scene where there was no sound for, like, like, a really good portion of the last movie, him getting out was, he was, there's a lot of stuff going through that dude's head. Like, it wasn't his fault. It was her. I'm free. Or maybe it was I'm, my fault because I can't my... Exactly. Because, like, I mean, like, yeah, of course. It you, never would have happened, but... Like, what a horrible situation yeah, exactly. to be in. You, you kicked out your dad who's a drug addict and he's dead the next day. But when he got back in the car, I just think that all of that went away for the both of them. 
Do you know what I mean? And it was oh, just like, yeah, well, we're I, just, uh, sounds stupid, but like fresh start. No, no, you but know, I think like, well, no, when he gets out of the car and he's kind of like pacing in front yeah. and she's watching. Yeah. And then he goes in it. It's a fresh start. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I took too. Yeah. 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 I just think it's, it's so, it was, and it's, it's nice because the whole, like I said, the whole sequence is wordless. No one says anything really. It was a really good movie. It's a good movie. It just really was. It was definitely, I gotta say, out of the four we've watched for the the podcast, this was for sure my favorite because yeah. for the most, like, I liked Basket Case. Um, everybody knows my views on the other two, but um, this one, I just, I really enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed oh, it from start glad. to finish. No, I, I did, like, I liked it, like I said, the first time I saw it, but the second time around, it was like a new perspective. Um... And it was like, you know, like seven years removed. So like I said, you know. Actually, I'm glad that I got to watch it after the last few years have happened. Because I think it gave you a different perspective on like just this, like. Isolation and loneliness. Totally. Like I just, I thought it was, because I don't think I would have came out with the same introspective uh, if I had watched this when it had first come out. Right. And like I said, like. I mean, okay, so for instance, this movie has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. I believe the IMDb score is 7 out of 10. Yeah. It's it's high. Like, critics loved it. Audiences love it. Um, that was great. I really like it. Like, the, like I said, um, I think maybe the initial marketing was a bit misleading, but it, what the movie is is still really good. Yeah. Like, I think maybe some people will come into it thinking it's going to be more of like a grindhouse, like violent like I thought like when I first saw I thought okay it's gonna be a bit like more violent more gritty and stuff like that but it's it's not but it does have way other way more things to appreciate oh absolutely it does I mean there's for it being so subtle for it being such a slow paced movie there is so much to go on with. Like, I think I have more to talk about with this movie. Then, and there was a lot less that happened in this movie from our, compared to our the last ones we reviewed. Yeah, yeah. But there's so much more for me to talk about. It's not just because I actually like this movie. It was just so well done. I yeah, mean, it was yeah. just, you know, it was just so well done. For sure, and, for sure. Uh, the emotions that are... I don't know, just everything is just, uh, everything like, comes together at the end. It's just, it's just like, it, it's a really sad love story. It is, yeah, actually. It's a really sad love story. It's not a horror movie. It's a really sad love story with a vampire in it, basically. Right, is, right. Is and what I got from it. Actually, that's a really good good thing to say about because, like, yes, like, you can reduce this movie to be like, okay, so it's a Iranian film, it's a vampire film, it's a Western, like, well, maybe a Western film. Um, but I'm like, well, it has elements of all those things, but it's not that. Like, and it's also not okay. When I say it's a sad love story, I'm not talking like it's some like weird rom com Hollywood thing. No, it, Jen Aniston, God, I love her. But I mean, like, or something like that. It's not something like that. It's um, it's a just a really good fucking. It, but no, movie. but you're right because like at its core, it is a love story. Yep. It's just you know two lonely people who meet each other and. Yeah, but it's done in such a way where it's you can look at it in different. There are eerie aspects to the movie. Like, oh, for I mean, sure. Like, are. oh, I mean, like, like, like the the scene when she confronts the child and she becomes like, that's full, the creepiest part of the movie. Yeah, when she's like, "I will rip your eyes out and feed them to the like." That's fucking cool. Like that was that kid's uh, never gonna do a bad thing in his life though. No, and he, 
the few times you see him after, he's like, fucking no. Nope. I'm good. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on a my good best boy. behavior. Yeah. 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 No fucking um, coal for me. No, exactly. But no, I think this is like a... I don't want to say like a nearly perfect movie, but it's it's pretty up there. It's it's really good. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I oh, I'm say. really happy to hear yeah, that because really I'm like, this movie. I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those movies where it's like it's hard to know what people will think if you because like from face value, it's like black and white or see, but the, black and I white lo- Persian language vampire western. <laughs> see, for one, subtitles have never bothered me. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. a huge anime fan, right? So I watch. Right, tons of shit in in some hills. Period, they don't bother me. Um, black and white, I always loved. Yeah, um, love the whole um, Audrey Hepburn, James Dean, um, you know that sort of atmosphere. Right, right, about right. it. And you know, there is something. It, there's something to be said about a script that's there's where there's no script. Like there's very little talking. Right, right. Um, if it's done right, and this yeah, was, this was done right. There was very little talking. But at no point in time but you're bored during the movie. I do think like when there is talking, the dialogue is very like the acting good. was amazing. The acting is great. His father was incredible. Like as, oh, as an addict, yeah, as yeah, going yeah. through withdrawals. Um, his father was incredible. Um, uh, they were it, they were all great. They were all great. oh for sure. Like every and like and every character, and yeah, and and every character is a character. Yes. Like, and they All just, on their own. They yeah. do it through their their body motions, their expressions, like which is you, a huge thing here. It's, yeah, yeah. Expressionism is a like body expressionism Actually, is a huge, huge, huge thing in this in this, um, in this movie. When we talk about expressionism, German expressionism was a big influence on this movie because. Uh, uh, Anna Lily Amanpour made them all watch Nosferatu from the 20s. Oh. Uh, see, see, and see? when I was watching the movie, I was like, this reminds me of Nosferatu. It from... reminds me of like 20s film yes, almost. Like, exactly. Like 20s silent film. And in a way, it almost is a silent film sometimes because it's like there's so little dialogue. See, one of the, see, I, one of the things I loved, well, I mean, okay, so we're going to now, like, what's the, <laughs> let, let's get into the end part of this because it's, uh, now we're going to start talking about our actual, like, our feelings about the, yeah, end, yeah, yeah, the, of course. the movie as a whole. So, actually, should we get into the good? Well, I mean, we've, we've been kind of doing the good, but, like, the good, the bad, the ugly? Yeah. Um, the good, God. Um, I mean, we've already kind of covered it, but, I like, don't know. you know. Uh, loved the pace of the movie. I think it suited it. Uh, the, the acting was incredible. Um, loved the small cast. Loved the small script. Um, worded script. Um, yeah. Uh, the the directing was incredible. It was so pretty. Um, I, the, the movie was good. Like there there isn't a lot for me to say that was really. There was no. There was definitely no ugly. Um, well, I mean, like, like the good, the bad, the ugly. There was no yeah, ugly. It's gonna be me. very. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, bad wise. Well, 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 we'll get into it. I don't know. Well, I, well, I, I have to. No, no, I agree. Like the good is the, the the good is so much bigger than the bad. Yeah. Um. I I agree with everything you said. I think that um like the atmosphere, just the the tone, the the yeah. visuals, the act. Yeah. So good. Um. I guess. Is there ugly for you? No, none. I would say the really o- bad. No. No, no. The only ugly for me is. Um, I guess maybe for, see, like, no, I loved it. I I would say that maybe, um, going into it, people might think it's going to be something else. So I would say, yeah, maybe like the way that the movie has been marketed, 
you might go in think it's gonna something else, but like just go in with no expectations. But I mean, like, just like be surprised. Then do yeah, you know what I mean? No, it's but like, like it's like after watching the trailer, I was pleasantly surprised. I definitely went in thinking it was gonna be something else. I would say, you know what? Um, if and anybody listening to this who is not into foreign film or slow stuff, I would say this is a great entry point. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if you're if you're yeah if you want to go into you know especially especially like Middle Eastern film which I like I said have not a lot of knowledge on I think this is I have zero knowledge of it great like, entry seriously. point totally it's, yeah um that that would be my ugly and oh sorry so that would be just like the, the yeah just the promotional stuff and stuff yeah okay I can see that part of it but like as a whole I don't think I have a lot of bad things to say about this movie like no, I really don't me neither. I I gotta say I really enjoyed this movie. Yep. Like I well, really I did. guess only bad thing I could say is if you're looking for like a fast paced, exciting vampire film, this is not it. This don't watch it. Yeah, but that's not what the movie is, so You know, but I mean don't go but also don't go in expecting like don't go in it, like don't watch it just cause. Like it is if you don't like black and white, if you don't like reading subtitles, if you don't like don't watch it then. Yeah, exactly. Because it's gonna take away because all of that stuff, like if you don't like slow paced don't watch it then because that is that's what makes this movie great. Exactly. And if exactly. you're not going to appreciate it for what the it way is. it was made yeah. and for what it is, then just don't. I mean, just don't watch it because you're just yeah. not going to enjoy it. So really, the only bad thing is if this is not your type of film, don't watch it. Yeah, like, exactly. It, like, as what it's trying to do, I think it, it was great. Uh, it was, it was amazing. fucking awesome. I yeah. really enjoyed this movie. Okay, so out of five skateboarding vampire feminists what will you give us <laughs> vampires um okay so i think that i gave fried berry like a three i think, I think we both gave fried berry well then this one's a five and a half because i didn't like so like compared like compared to fried berry and i gave fried berry a three and i actually really didn't enjoy that so movie you, all that much yeah, like, yeah i should have given like and i'm sorry the anybody like fried berry but well, whatever it's your opinion uh, like if I'm giving fried berry a three I'd have to give this a five and a half because it's exceeded it so exceeded, wait so wait you exceeded the five it exceeded my expectations so it's like five skateboarding vampires plus a limb yeah there you go yeah. oh wow okay I will I will give it four and a half okay four skateboarding feminist vampires with a limb okay not just because like just because it did exceed my expectations and now i have to base, oh that's cool see now i have to base all of my fucking uh ratings on fried berry because i gave mm. it a three and i didn't even like it that much so now everything that i have to do after this i have to compare to that one first rating well no but like also there can are... i change how about this can i change my rating to fried berry to like a two and then i can give this one a well, five out of five no yes i can I'm allowed because then this one I can. Give You're it, retroactively. So then this one I can give it a five. So that's what I mean. It's like okay, now okay. that we've done more than like two or th- or now that we've done two or three of these, um, if we're only going to rate it a five, I'll take fried berry back down to two, down to two, and then I'm going to give this one just an even five out of five. Like it really, it just it wow. it, it, it it hit all of. If I'm it hit all of my all of my oh all sweet of my, yeah wow okay so yeah I'm I'm four and a half but cool yeah I mean like no this is like. Like I said, like there's very, very little to criticize about this movie. Yeah, for what it is. Like I'm it's... basing this movie. Like when I get my rating, it's based on the movie that it is. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, for right. What right. it was going for. 
Oh, cool. Well, so yeah, I, I give it a five out of five. I, I think it was be... really well done. And I think that whatever uh, whatever she was trying to accomplish, she did. I have to be honest. Like, I did not think you would like this movie as much as you did. Yeah, I did. I really. Enjoyed oh, that's it. really cool. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, cool. There's just something to be said about because I've always loved a black and white, uh, quiet movie. Yeah. As long as there's a great. Um, just do it right. Like, like a thorough line. Uh, there's like a, a good thing. Like, yeah. But I mean, like, put the soundtrack in when it needs to be there. Um, make it quiet when it needs to be there. Uh, it just was really well done. I loved it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, great. Because, yeah, I, especially the second time around, I was like, yep, fucking solid movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it was. Very good. Yeah. All right. So, five out of five for me. Okay. Five out of five. Four and a half, I think. I think we've said all we can about this film. Yeah, we said a lot. Right. See, and that's the thing too. This wasn't a f- like we've had a lot of fun with our podcast before, um, co- like you know, funny in the way we're describing the movie and right because maybe there were some funny parts about it. But I mean, this one was probably my I, I kind of just love talking about this movie. Um, right, because there's like not a lot like there's nothing in this movie that's like silly. No, it like was just, like, it's like there was it was de- there was not a lot of comedy too. Well, there was, ish, like, there's, but there's, not. There's like some like subtle comedy, but like like well, like you said, it's like all subtle. It's very yeah subdued and yeah. No, no I no. like talking about this movie. Put it that way. I really enjoy talking about this movie. Cool. Well, this is very interesting because I I think I'm slowly starting to see kind of like what your tastes are in these in these these movies we're reviewing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. I think, well, that's good because, like, there's some movies I want to cover that are, you know, quote-unquote artsy. Yeah. That I think you'll actually really like. That Fair are enough. In this, I, in and, this vein. Uh, be prepared because I will be suggesting some movies in the future. Yes, that, of course. Uh, well, you're most likely not going to like. But, oh, you uh, never know, you never know. No, it's fair enough. You never know. It's true, but uh, yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> we all contain uh, multitudes. Yes, true. All right. I think... Uh, Chris's dog needs some attention, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna think of this. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be uh, taking a little bit of a break uh, for the next few weeks because life's being a bit hectic. But um, stay spooky, and we'll be back. Bye. Bye. Bye.